0: Welcome, you're listening to the Shut Up and Read podcast, and today we'll be going over five different dystopian books and what their futures say about our present. We'll be talking about The Nuclear Tourist by National Geographic, There Will Come Soft Trains by Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 450 by Ray Bradbury, Divergent by Veronica Roth, and Delirium by Lauren Oliver. Stories about the future tend to warn us or make us hopeful about our present. In many dystopian novels, the problem being faced is usually an uprising issue in present-day society and bases an entire story off if it were to spiral out of control in order to warn us. They also bring bring the issue to light if it's not talked about or noticed much. Sometimes dystopian novels can point out the positives in our present as well, and make us dream of a hopeful future. Overall, stories about the future can lead us to transform, change, or view our present in a different way. So, in the first text, The Nuclear Tourist, the passage talks
1: about the explosion of a nuclear reactor in Chernobyl and its history. The article focuses on a tortoise noble 28 years after the explosion and details the history of splitting the atom and how the explosion affected everything around it. After the fact, nature was still able to thrive and the environment is now relatively livable. This goes to show that technology relies on nature and humans, however, nature does not rely on anything other than itself. This relates to the present because it shows us that nature will always prevail over humanity and technology and we should take that fact into consideration. For example, twenty-eight years after the explosion of a nuclear reactor in Chernobyl, the zone all but devoid of people has been seized and occupied by wildlife. There are bison, boars, moose, wolves, beavers, and falcons. National Geographic. This evidence is explaining all of the effects on nature after the explosion. Although there, although there was a hurtful nuclear reaction, nature is still able to thrive after the fact, even though humans still cannot one hundred percent inhabit the area. This reinforces the idea that nature triumphs human life and technology. This is similar to There Will Come Soft Rains," as both illustrate the idea of nature being the hierarchy. Present-day society should take this into account. Although nuclear weapons might be able to wipe humanity off the face of the earth, nature will always thrive. But this can only happen if technology is created for this spe- specific purpose or without care.
0: The second story, Fahrenheit 450, is a book in which the future is a place where firemen burn houses rather than put out house fires. This is because they want to burn all the books left in the world in order to stop individuality and critical thinking. Throughout the book, it also becomes apparent that technology is a very big issue in society as it distracts and leaves people in ignorance. The books are burned so that everyone is alike, and so there is peace. The technology distracts from that idea. This shows that, in our present, technology is distracting from critical thinking and individuality. Bradbury quotes, We must all be alike, not everyone born
1: free and equal, as the Constitution says, but everyone made equal, each man the image of every other. Then all are happy, for there are no mountains to make them cower, to judge themselves against. So, a book is a loaded gun in the house next door. Burn it. Take the shot from the weapon. Breach a man's mind. Who knows who might be the target of the well-read man? Additionally, when did it all start, you ask? This job of ours. There was no dictum, no declaration, no censorship. Technology mass exploitation and minority pressure carried the trick, thank God. Ask yourself, what do people want in this country above all? People want to be happy, isn't that right? That's all we live for, isn't it? These quotes depict both the lack of individuality in the society and the impact of technology. The first quote is Beatty explaining to Guy why books are burned. He makes it very clear that books create critical thinking, therefore creating self-identity. In the future setting, happiness is what is desired above all. In their mind, or at least Beatty's, he believes ignorance and lack of personality lead everyone to happiness, when in reality, this is not the case, and honestly is probably the opposite. The second quote also explains the want for happiness above all, but ties in the idea that technology and exploitation play a role in the society. This quote basically reinforces the first one. In our present, it's important for us to recognize the distractions of technology and realize that we should do our best to be well-read in order to have our own identity. Distinction is what makes society whole. Without it, events such as what the book showcases are bound to happen. In the third story, um, there will come soft rains. It's about a house full of self-sufficient technology that has been left after a nuclear bomb exploded and killed the family living there. The house continues its normal daily tasks, although everything is gone until it eventually dies, figuratively as well. This is ironic because it shows us that technology can be both good and bad, but it ultimately will lead to its own demise. Throughout the story, it's also apparent that nature thrives while the technology doesn't. Meaning, nature will always prevail over humans and technology. Nature can exist without these things, but they cannot exist without nature. Quote Dawn showed faintly in the east. Among the ruins, one wall stood alone. Within the wall, a last boy said, over and over again and again, even as the sun rose to shine upon the heaped rubble and steam, Today is August 5th, 2026. Today is August 5th, 2026. Today is. Bradbury. This evidence details the house's last moments after it was burned. Although the house was mostly gone, the day still went on and the sun still rose. This last line strengthens the argument that nature can continue without technology as it shows that a new day begins even if it is the end or the death of the house itself. This world goes on and the sun still rises and falls. Nature will always continue on
0: even if everything else is gone. The fourth story, Divergent, shows a future in which society is divided into five factions. Abnegation, Amity, Dauntless, Erudite, and Candor. The novel follows Beatrice, who tests to find which faction she belongs to. During the test, it is revealed she belongs to all factions, which is called Divergent. Beatrice decides to choose Dauntless, but is discovered to be Divergent, causing her and a few others to flee. Throughout the novel, There are themes of individuality and self-identity. The story illustrates that society cannot function without individuality. We cannot expect everyone to follow the rules, think the same way, or have the same feelings and opinions. Self-identity is what makes our society the way it is. For example, one choice. One choice decided your friends. One choice defines your beliefs. One choice determines your loyalties, forever. One choice can transform you. This evidence backs up the argument that one choice can impact you for a lifetime. In order for society to continue to function this way, individual thinking must occur. Your own own choices define you and that's seen in our own lives this theme ties into delirium as well both novels expand on the fact that individuality and self choice is the most important part of society if everyone is alike nothing would be exciting and eventually things would fall apart
1: the fifth and last story delirium is essentially about a society in a parallel present day where love is legal Whenever you turn 18, you undergo a procedure which prevents us from feeling romantic attraction. This book also presents themes of individual thinking and feeling. It shows us that, in our present day, decisions and freedom should not be taken for granted. The book also highlights that something so important can be easily removed or taken away with technology, which makes us realize that technology should be taken seriously and can be both beneficial and detrimental. For example. After the procedure, I will be happy and safe forever. That's what everybody says, the scientists and my sister and Aunt Carol. I will have the procedure and then I'll be paired with the boy the evaluators chose for me. Lauren Oliver. This evidence demonstrates how the government in this parallel society values a perfect, happy and structured society overall. They do this by stripping individual choices and freedom. They choose your partner and force a procedure to rid romantic attraction. This theme of individuality shows us to appreciate the freedom we are allowed to have now and to realize how easily it could be stripped from us, especially if technology continues to advance. Those are all the books and stories we have to analyze today, but thank you for listening to the Shut Up and Read podcast. We hope you enjoyed. There are many more books to review and analyze, and hopefully you can tune in next time as well. See you then.